Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, thanks for tonight, for today. Thanks for the opportunity that we have to receive your holy word. We thank you, we bless you. Hallowed be thy name. Lead us, we ask, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. I want to congratulate the film stars for a wonderful presentation and all the other stars. Well done. Keep working hard. It's going to get better. Um, Today, I want to just end a short series I've been sharing about encounters. So, I'm talking about encounters you're going to have with entities and evil beings. Now today, it really concerns um, young people. So if you are a little older, you can go to sleep now. And um, the younger ones will benefit. But um, I want us to know how these entities and evil powers are working. And one of the ways we can know is by knowing the different types of spirits that exist. It will also help you to pray. If you listen to these encounter messages, you'll find yourself able more to pray because you can sort of picture what you are dealing with. And then it will help you to know that you must be up and praying because things are going on that you cannot even imagine are going on. Are you listening to me? All right. So I want you to listen very carefully today as well because I'm going to be as brief as I can be. And I want you to really open your spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your great presence here in this service. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, the first thing that I want to um, say is that evil spirits, like the invisible world, is a real world. Amen. Amen. And within the invisible, all right, are things that sometimes are difficult to believe are real. Amen. Amen. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter number 11. And um, we're going to read about Moses. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden 
three months by his parents because they saw he was a proper child. By faith, Moses, when he came to years or when he was mature, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect for the reward. Verse 27, by faith he forsook Egypt, and not fearing the wrath of the king, he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Amen. He endured, notice that Moses endured or survived by seeing him who was invisible. Alright, so underline that scripture. When you see what is invisible, it helps you to do well and to endure and to do great things. Now, it applies for eternity. When you see eternity, it helps you to be a good Christian. But when you also see evil spirits at work and you can picture them, it helps you to endure or to do well as far as the things of God are concerned. Amen. Amen. Now, I want you to notice that there are four categories of evil spirits that the Bible teaches about in Ephesians chapter 6. One is principalities, another is powers, another is rulers of the darkness of this world, and then another is spiritual wickedness in high places. Another way, another type of classification of evil spirits or beings or entities is the animal classification where you see that there are insects right like the flies the Bible course speaks of the lord of the flies then you have other animals like frogs spiritual frogs spiritual cats yes we showed you a sp- picture of a spiritual cat I believe it was on the Facebook. How many have seen the picture on Facebook? Go to First Love Facebook. You see the picture there. Somebody on admission at Kolebu. Somebody just took a picture and there was a cat in the picture. There is no, even there is no Ghanaian cat. There is no Ghanaian cat like that cat. We all know the cat we have in Ghana. And then like the Bible says that you should be careful of the lion. You know, beware, be sober for your enemies like a lion. It doesn't mean he's a lion, but he's like a lion. But he may, there may be spiritual uh, animals like lions. Alright? And then, we also have um, what other animals were there? Birds. Bible speaks about birds, right? There are some creatures that are flying. And these creatures, birds, Bible says Babylon has become the habitation of devils and of every hateful and unclean bird. So it, 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 it and revelation means to reveal. So you suddenly see that oh, there are so many birds here. And that is probably the explanation for so many things that we see. And then we, we see another uh, mention of the devil himself who seemed to take the form of a snake 
the serpent, or the Bible says that old dragon. Do you see? And, um, and so on. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have all these different kinds of classifications. And another classification where you see other types of um, spirits are spirits which are occupying, uh, are ruling. You know, the Bible mentions thrones and dominions and princes. Princes of the world, kings. Alright, this must explain the state of the nation. Right? Every single government behaves almost in the same way. No matter which side of the divide they come from. This government is behaving just like all the other governments we have had. And the result of all is there's, if we move forward, it's by an inch or two. Whether they are from this part of the, uh, this side or that side, it's, a, it's the same thing. All right, it has the same effect. There's no water, there's no water, there's no light, there's no light, gradually. And by the time they even build the things they are building, the population has grown so much that it's still overcrowded. You know, it's fantastic. So, that, but there, there must be some other being ruling because, you know, like the song we sing, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got a little brother, he's got, a, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's not got a whole world in his hands. If he had a whole world in his hands, then he's not doing a job. There is a sense in which he's got the whole world in his hands. But there's a sense in which this world is being ruled by somebody else and by other powers that are here. And they seem to have a reason and a right to be here for now. And Jesus himself didn't cast devils out into the outer... Uh, he didn't cast them into hell because it seems that the time has not yet come for them to go to wherever they are going to go. So today, I want to um, speak about an encounter that I want everybody to be very careful of. Alright? And it has to do with your sexuality. Yeah. How many feel sexual sometimes? Those at the back don't feel sexual. Okay. Now, the reason that I'm going to, I'm sharing about this is because it looks like this is one of the principal entry points of these beings into our very lives. So turn to Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6. And there, you will see it right there. Genesis chapter 6. It says, And it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair. Now, Fair. They were, they were noticed. Fair is, could be that they were actually light colored. Or it could be that fair means beautiful. You know? Fair, my fair lady. 
Because there are many dark colored people who are very beautiful. That fairness is not even attractive to everybody. Not everybody who likes that color. Beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. Said the elephant as he stooped to kiss the pig. When the elephant saw the pig and wanted to give the pig a kiss, people were wondering why the elephant wanted to kiss somebody like the pig. So the elephant explained to the people who were watching that beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder, the one who is seen. So beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder, said the elephant. As he stooped to kiss the pig. Alright? So don't forget that. When you choose your beloved, don't have to ask somebody whether he's fine or he's not fine. He's fine. Alright. Now, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all which they chose. So they actually, the spirit beings actually came and had marital relations with these fair ladies. That shows you the power of a, a beautiful lady that even you, you on earth, that you are fallen, are affected. How much more angels have been sons of God were brought down from heaven to our low level. Wow. Verse 3. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he is flesh, yet his days shall be 120. God was not happy with them and immediately shortened the life. Remember that Methuselah lived to be 900 and something years old. And he just cut it and said, enough. Enough. And today, fornication and so on are also equally cutting short the lives of people. In Zimbabwe, when I went, they, they showed me, they said they are burying them vertically. Because there was no space to lie down. So they buried them vertically. So you no more rest in peace. You stand in peace. And that was from HIV. So much HIV. And everybody sleeps with everybody. Alright? Now, there were, giant, there were giants in the earth in those days. Make sure all the microphones are off, right? There were, there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children unto them, that the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every thought, imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Now, notice the word in verse 4. 
It says there were giants. Now that word giant is, you know, in some other versions it says Nephilim. Alright, which actually means a bully. There were bullies. There were bullies and tyrants. So these giants which were formed through angels and men cohabiting were bullies. And even in all schools today, when there is somebody who is bigger than the others, he becomes usually a bully and cheats people, beats them, harasses them, gets what he wants, cheats them and so on. And you can imagine a whole range of huge men so powerful, no guns, no bows and arrows, these people became bullies. And God saw that much evil had been introduced into the earth and God decided to drown. At first he just shortened their lives. But later he just decided to drown everybody. And he found only Noah. Alright? Now, today I'm going to read you a little filling in from another book that um, is not the Bible, but it's one of the books that is um, associated with the Bible, but was not accepted to be part of the Bible. I'm, I'm not telling you what book I'm reading, because even the Bible, you haven't finished reading it, you're not going to be reading these ones. Why should I tell you all these things? When, you, when I ask you something in Jeremiah or Ezekiel, you don't know. Alright? So I'm, I'm just reading just a little passage here, and then we'll continue. And again, I look with my eyes, I'm reading verse 1 of chapter whatever of a certain book and I'm reading two different books today it says and again I looked with my eyes as I slept and I saw the heaven above and behold a star fell from heaven and it arose and ate and pastured amongst those oxen or bulls and after that I saw the large and black oxen bulls and they changed their stalls and pastures he's describing a vision and their hyphas or cattle began to live with each other. All right? So this one is describing, he's, he's trying to show that the first star to fall, which was Satan, and when the star fell, all right, they caused the hyphas or the female cows, who are the women, to begin living and having sex with the angels. All right? So it goes on. Then somebody's name is mentioned. He says, was already grown up, and I'm not mentioning because I don't want to give you ideas about who, who it was, was already grown up at that time. And in his zeal for God, he stood up and said, hear me, you large and small, young and old, sons of Seth, when you transgress the commandment of our fathers and go down from this holy mountain, you will not come up here again forever. He was warning the angels who were trying to come down to earth to come and have something to do with the women and the people on earth. He warned them. He said, if you come down, you will not have anything to do with um, you can't come back up here again. But they rose up against him and would not listen to his words. And they went down from the holy mountain. And when they looked at the daughters of Cain, at their beautiful figures, and at their hands, and feet dyed with color 
and the tattoos on their faces that ornamented them, the fire of sin was set ablaze in them. Then Satan made them look most beautiful before the sons of Seth, as he also made the sons of Seth appear the most handsome in the eyes of the daughters of Cain. You see, Satan made them look more more beautiful. Sometimes when somebody looks beautiful, it's not natural beauty. But demons are making the person look very beautiful. It's true. And if you are spiritual, if you've been around for some time, you will begin to notice demonically inspired beauty. Oh yeah. People look at the person in a certain way. So it says that Satan made them look most beautiful before the sons of Seth, as he also made the sons of Seth appear the most handsome in the eyes of the daughters of Cain, so that the daughters of Cain lusted after the sons of Seth like ravenous beasts. And the sons of Seth lusted after the daughters of Cain until they committed disgusting and disgraceful acts with them. I'm coming back to another book. And again, I saw in the vision, and I looked toward heaven, and I saw many stars descend and cast themselves down from heaven to that first star. And they became bulls, or human beings, among those cattle and pastured with them. And I looked at them and saw, it was now looking at these angels that have fallen, and they let out their private sexual members like horses and began to mount the cows and the bulls. And they all became pregnant and bore elephants, camels, and asses. In other words, they came up with other strange creatures. You see, it's describing the people as stars and bulls. And it's like the bulls gave birth to camels, elephants, and asses. It's like something different from what it should have normally produced. So these were the abnormal people. Or, like the Bible says in Genesis chapter 6, it says the Nephilim. American Standard Bible says Nephilim. King James says giants. But when you check the Greek, it's Nephil, which means a bully or a tyrant. All right? And all the bulls feared them and were frightened. And began to bite with their teeth and to devour and go with their horns. And moreover, they began to devour those oxen. And all the children of the earth began to tremble and shake before them and to flee from them. But the bullies, the strange, abnormal people were now killing, brutal, doing a lot of evil. All right? And it went on. And as I was beholding in the vision, one of these four who had come out stoned from heaven gathered, took all the great stars whose private sexual members were like those of horses and bound them hand and foot. It looks like the penises were like horses the angels <laughs> you know what a shock <laughs> they bound them with hand and foot alright and uh, threw them into an abyss of the earth and it goes on but what you realize is that 
demonic powers entered into man through sex. Amen. Amen. And so, you must, as a young person and an old person, all of us, it affects all of us. As I was saying, the older people, you may think you are okay now. But I tell you, as long as you are on earth, you have to pray and be strong. Amen. Amen. Now, you find out that, like the Bible is teaching, that encounters through your sexual parts is something that you must expect. Your sexuality is under attack. And an entrance is being sought in you through that angle. How many already feel that way? That something is trying to attack you through that area? Raise your hand if you... Yeah. If you are on earth, you can sense that through that path and through that aspect of you, you find out that demons want to enter. So you have to learn all the biblical strategies that will help to protect you whilst on earth. Because it is not... It is, it is the main entry point, And it is something that Satan wants. Now, it affects you when you are young, when you are middle-aged, when you are old. In every time, it's in a different way. Yeah, every time it's in a different way. The way demons attack an older person through sex who is older is different from the way demons attack a young person through sex. Do you understand? So, you must... Notice, he said that, and I want, I want in particular to read this um, particular thing that I, I just read. I want you to see because I'm sure you didn't notice that part. But I'll read it to you. He says that, and when they looked at the daughters of Cain, all right, and their beautiful figures and at their hands and feet dyed with color and the tattoos on their faces that ornamented them, the fire of sin was set ablaze in them. Fire. That is the origin of burning. When a, when a person says, I'm burning. Charlie, I am burning. You see that when these entities entered, they started to make people burn. The fire. How many have felt the fire burning in you before? Hey! Yeah, that's why they are animals. They say they are on heat. <laughs> so, today's lesson is just a short one to warn you that one of the strongest attacks you must fight against is the fires that Satan will seek to, 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 to set you aflame with. Now, in the Bible, we are warned about this fire. There are many warnings about this fire which burns. Sexual fires. <laughs> yeah. 
Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Now concerning the things you wrote, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. Alright? Now let me read it again. Nevertheless, to avoid starvation from food, let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. Marriage is almost basically because of sex. Not for food. But in Ghana, we are trained to provide food. Eziza, have you eaten? There is food. This Eziban or whatever. You saw the girl in the place. She was trying to give food. Because we are oriented towards cooking. Alright. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Are you there? Now, the wife does not have power over her own body. Defraud not one another except it be consent. Alright? That you may give yourself to fasting and prayer and come together again so that who? So that who? Satan will not do what? Tempt you. So that means that Satan is observing your sexuality still. Since he was observing your sexuality in Genesis chapter 6 up to today, he has not changed his observation and interest in us having sex. So in the Bible, in the New Testament, it warns, it warns people, it warns married couples. When you are apart, come together after maximum fasting, which is 40 days and night is the longest. Because Satan is in the room. Watching. And he's not watching about food. He's watching what you are doing sexually. So I'm teaching you so that you learn it as a young Christian. Because when you marry, then the strategies will change again. As soon as you marry, the strategy will change. It changes. When you get older, it changes. It's always changing. But it's the same thing. Whether it is from angels coming to have sex or there is an interest in our sexuality by evil spirits. So much so that they know when we stop having sex. They know when we start. They know when we are doing it. When we have stopped doing it. And uh, this is the time. She has stopped. Go now. Attack. Because they are watching our fasting. They know that when the fast is, is they are stopped. So what is taking it to ah, that's the moment. Go now and let's see. So whether you like it or not, Satan's interest from Genesis has always been in that area. And you see that evil spirits entered Babylon through fornication. So if anything, it must be the most highest area of interest for you, your spirituality to fight it but unfortunately people think that it's sex is an evil thing and they don't like talking about it 
and they always pretend that it is not there. And in Ghana, our parents will never mention, your father will never mention, your mother will never mention, nobody will ever talk about it, no one will ever say anything. So even when you suggest that you are going to get married, they, oh, why do you want to get married now? I mean, I mean, why? This and that. We know you are sleeping with each other, only don't bring a pregnancy. We know that you are sleeping, you can sleep, do whatever, but just don't bring a pregnancy. We were all young, this is what we did. We know that you are doing it, but don't bring any pregnancy. That is, that is how they think. But when you are a Christian, you have to rise up and fight that mentality that is coming from above. Because we as Christians, we don't have those options. Yeah. We don't have those options. And your highest fire is when you are uh, going to be, when you are young. There's fire. Hmm. So Satan is mentioned when they are talking about sex. It's mentioned. Satan is there. He's counting. It's only three times this year. Ah, This is the one. Now, verse 7. I would that all men were as myself, but every man has his proper gift. No problem. Verse 8. I say therefore to unmarried and widows, it is good for them if they even abide as I am. That is no sex. That is wonderful. But if they cannot contain, which is control, eh? let them marry. Why? For it is better to marry than to burn. The fire has come up again. Because the burning is often you, you and I'm going to explain to you what is the meaning of burning. Do you want to know what it means to burn? Are you sure you want to know what it means to burn? Yeah. I'm going to show you what it means to burn. But first of all, I want you to see a very surprising verse. Look at what it says in verse 28. And then we'll come back to the burning. So if you see that you are burning, then you know the way forward. But, and if thou marry, thou hast not sinned. And if a virgin marry, she has not sinned. Nevertheless, nevertheless, such shall have trouble in the flesh. That is, if you marry, you are going to have trouble in the flesh. Now, what is he saying? Uh, Flipsis, which means pressure, anguish, burdened, I'm reading from the uh, Strong's Dictionary, tribulation, trouble, pressing, oppression, pressure, tribulation, distress. There are people who never cry till they marry. And there are people who never lose weight till they have beloveds or they marry. When my wife entered a relationship with me, she lost weight immediately. She became slim. I said, what is wrong? What are you thinking about? Pressure. And she has remained slim since that time because when I met her she was round 
<laughs> she was round. She was round like an apple. Anguish, tribulation, affliction, trouble. You may not believe it, but I'm just reading the Bible. So I didn't write the Bible. I'm just reading scriptures to you. Wow. But is it not amazing when the Bible says that it is better to marry than to burn? That means that the burning, you know, is a worse problem than the marriage. I mean, the marriage that they said there's anguish, tribulation. You see how your parents are, they don't talk. They are there. This one is here. This one is here. All those problems that they have. The Bible says that burning is worse than that one. Wow. It says it's better, it's better to marry than to burn. And when you understand what is it meaning to be burning, then you will know that it is better to marry than to be burning. Hey. Are you listening to me? Now, now, nobody should say that. Anyway, let me not say what I'm going to say. I'll say it later. I'll say it. I'll say it. No problem. What does it mean to be burning? Hmm. Number one. To burn is to experience the fire of sin. Number two, it is to experience the fire of passion. You see, when you are burning, it's like there is a fire burning. What fire is it that is burning? What fire has started burning? The fires of sin. And the fires of sin, which wants to consume you, has started burning. And the fires of passion have started burning. Okay? These ones, you can just put them as an introduction. Number three. It means to experience a strong heat. When you are burning, don't you experience strong heat? Yeah. So that means that you are experiencing a strong heat or a strong emotion or a strong sexual passion. So sometimes when the evil spirit come into you, like a normal sexual passion that you have, you are now beginning to experience a strong one. <laughs> hey. Number four, it means to experience, well, when, you are, when there is burning, right, it means you are experiencing an intensity. Intensity. You see, of heat for what we know as normal flames and fire, but this time it's sexual intensity. See that you now need pornography. You now need to sleep with some, I mean, whereas people are sleeping in their room, you need to move out. You need to masturbate. You need to do this. You are doing it. You are moving. 
and it's aroused in you. The next one is because when there is fire, there is intensity. You experience agency. Agency. Hey. Agency, like you need to. You need to. Agency. Because when there is fire, what happens? Everything is uh, quickly. Run away. Go out. Move here. Whatever. So as soon as there is fire, you sense that it's like you need to go. You need to. You are traveling from Accra to Kumase. You need to go. You need to come. You need to go. Hey. Careful now. The next one is you are now experiencing something that is consuming you. Consuming. What does fire do? It consumes the wood. It consumes the timber. It, it takes it up. So it's taking you up. Yeah. And it's, it's not a good thing. You are now consumed with your desire for a man. You see the girl in the play. She wanted the man so much. I need your waist. Wow. Agency. To consume you. Now, notice this part. You see, a fire creates agency. It creates intensity. It creates a strong heat. Whatever it is, it becomes very strong. And we all have it. And that's why we marry. One of the main reasons to marry is to marry a fire service. Which will be spraying water on that fire. Now listen, listen to this. This is the most this is the most important thing. When you consider what is a fire, is to endanger you. When there is a fire, you are in danger. You are endangered by something that is consuming. You are endangered or damaged or in danger. So when you are a young person or an old person or whatever kind of person and you find yourself being consumed with this strong needs and desires you are actually in danger and you can sense how many can sense sometimes that Charlie I'm in danger I feel I feel that I'm in danger of something I know you don't even know what it is but you feel that there is a danger yeah that's how fire is I mean if there's fire coming all the way here and all the doors are, we will, we, will, we will sense that we are in danger. We are being endangered by some. Fire is something that sets you and puts you in danger. You are immediately in danger. And you are in danger from sex. You can sense I'm in danger from sex. I'm, 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 I am myself, I'm surprised that the Bible is recommending that it's better to marry than to burn, which is comparing two problems and saying that this problem is better done yeah <laughs> wow and that is where the demons know 
Brothers, you, you seem not to understand the message that I'm preaching about. You don't understand it, you see. Wow. You know, in church, everybody looks perfect. Very perfect. So if you are a preacher and you are not strong, you'll be looking at the people who look at you. Uh, what are you talking about, please? What are you saying? The next one, you experience, uh, how many do you have? You experience exhaustion. Fire exhausts and dissipates. It will exhaust your wealth, dissipate your, burn your money, dissipate everything. It gets finished. So you start to become exhausted, fighting. Your love for somebody. Oh, that's why when you get a broken heart, you see how you become a beast. It's like if you are following something, somebody who will not propose to you, somebody who has not chosen you. Wow. So you, you become exhausted. Your strength is dissipated. That's why the Bible is teaching us to keep the fires down. And one of the ways, one of the ways, you see, you don't have to stir up things. Because you, you have a dangerous part. How many are realizing that there's a dangerous section? And the demons know that that is the weak spot. But I know that God has decided to help you. The next one is to experience a crucial need. Crucial. Agency. Similar to agency. When I was not married, I could feel crucial agency. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And the next one is to experience extremes. Fire is an extreme heat. It's extreme. There is heat, but it's an extreme heat. So extremes, intensity, being incited, stirred up, being put in danger is what the enemy, you can sense it in yourself. You see, especially... You can sense that if something happens now, you will fall. You will just fall. How many have experienced that before that you realize that if something happens now, I'm done for. I will go down. I will go down. Hey! But if you were not burning, and that, that thing was, you will not be in danger. But because you are burning, you see that when the thing comes up, you see that you, you can sense that, look, I'm in mortal danger for my soul. My life is in danger. Hmm. And unfortunately, we have to keep these body parts. I remember one guy who was translated and he went to heaven and he came back. I said when he was taken up and he looked down at himself, there was nothing. He was just. 
So that is why, as a young person, I'm going to encourage you. And so don't say that we ask for life as when you come, we are just talking about marriage or we like whatever. But it is better for a young person to marry than to be having boyfriends. Each time you have a boyfriend, a new set of spirits will be entering you. As it is entering, the spirits are also moving in. Condoms cannot keep spirits out. Condoms keep spams. Condoms don't keep demons out. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yes. So, that's why the Bible teaches for a young person, flee youthful lust. Run away. Yeah. Marry. Yeah. You see, when I was growing up, nobody counseled me. No one counseled. No one told me. No one sat me. That's oh, it's good to marry. No. I read the Bible. And I saw. I, saw, I read it and I identified myself that I was on fire. Yeah. I felt the danger and urgency. I could feel it. I was afraid every day and I'm still afraid. I was afraid. How many are sometimes afraid? And that is what made me know that I have. When you see people who say, oh, marriage is in about 10 years. I'm going to do my PhD. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. All those things. They don't understand. They don't understand Christianity. That's why when, when the Bible is saying, "Does anybody want to be a bishop?" He said, first, he should be a husband of one wife. Like, is he is, has he got a toilet in the house? Has he got something that he can be using to ease himself? People don't know. These are the practical reality of ministry. Yeah, the first thing I did when I finished when I was about to go to the mission was marry, marry, because I was on I was aflame. A flame. Don't look at me as if you don't appreciate what I'm talking about. I don't appreciate your eyes. A lot of people. Look, how many have pooped on yourself before? Raise up your hand if it has happened to you before. Do you know why it happened to you? You calculated that you were stronger than you were. You miscalculated the timing and the strength to control. Bible says, if you cannot contain, stop and marry. So I'm 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 putting you on a program, fast track to marriage in Jesus' name. I see God opening a door for you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Sit down. Quiet, otherwise I'll stop preaching. And we are going to be officiating wedding after wedding after wedding after wedding after wedding after wedding. Yeah. Look. 
of serving God is to be practical. You have to do things that are realistic. You have to be honest. And you have to know that a man is a man. A woman is a woman. You are a human being. You are a human being. Is that a human being? With feelings. Normal. And all the ladies, you must know. You, you, you think you are on fire. But when you marry that, you will see that. There, there, there are fires and there are fires. are not prepared to do the work of a fire officer for the rest of your life then resign now come out of the deal yeah you are laughing but you see I've seen people you talk when they marry they disappoint you that's why it's better marry a spiritual person because only a spiritual person will obey the word one day it takes spirituality to obey the word it doesn't take love your love will get finished very quickly feelings will finish just now and you see that you are there yeah and you have to obey the word you have to flee youthful lusts. those of you who feel that you are strong some of you, you are not strong. You are under what we call power steering. Hey! If a man touch you with a finger like this, you just go down. It's what we call power steering. Today, listen on, I'm teaching you spirituality. Yeah. I'm teaching you. Nobody advised me. I read in the Bible. He said, I said I was burning. I said, This is burning. This must be what is called burning. Because you, you feel danger. Hey. You feel it. <laughs> it's too much. And you need something to reduce the fire. Because it's consuming. What is it consuming? It's consuming your anointing. It's consuming your spirituality. It's consuming your mind. Your mind is not on the Bible. Your mind is not on the Word. You are just trying to... It's consuming your whole mind. It's taking away your focus. It's taking up all your thinking. Your flesh. Instead of fighting a demon somewhere, you are... will actually serve God well. They know. So they press that. They want to destroy you. They want to destroy you before you start preaching. They want to, they want to, they want to make you unclean. They want to change your background. And they want to contaminate you. And they want you to be tempted in future forever with certain things. 
they want to add an element to your life which will never go away. Yeah. It's taking you up instead of being able to focus on other things. You are consumed. Instead of walking on safe ground, you are in danger. If you marry a lion, will you not be in danger? You're going to marry a lion. One day, a, a, a lion met a beautiful lady and, uh, and told the lady that I want to marry you. Hey! So she told her father that this lion I've met wants to marry me. When the father heard it, he said, What? This lion? But the father was afraid to say no. In case he angers the lion and the lion grows wild in town. So he gave a condition to the lion. Go and tell the lion on one condition. I'll give you my daughter. Because if you marry this lion, you'll be in danger. The condition is that you must cut off all your teeth and your claws. And the lion was so much in love with the young, beautiful lady that he agreed. So he went to the dentist and they pulled out all his teeth and all his claws. And when the father saw that the lion was now toothless he said, and clawless, he said, don't mind this old lion. He said, don't mind this lion. Yeah. Lion couldn't get a beloved. But you see, that what I'm trying to explain to you is that when you go and lie down by something dangerous and you have not cut off the teeth, you are in danger. Yeah. Some of you, the power is so bad, the fire. You just touch you like this. And you see that you see that you'll be turning. If you were married, if you were married, I will go to the next step. And I will, I will talk to you about the next. And then, if you have been married for some time, then I will go to the third level. Oh, yeah. yeah. But at this level, at this level, this is where I have to end. Yeah. I have to end. And I have to tell you that, Charlie. Don't overcalculate your strength. Don't overcalculate it. When you finish, no, marry straight and start expressing yourselves. Yes, express yourself. It's not only Tigo by which you express yourself. Christianity express yourself. Is this a good advice? Before you poo-poo on yourself. Yeah. Flee youthful last. Run away from all these things. Don't have a beloved and be doing whatever. In fact, some of you need beloveds so that you, you zero in and say, this is my beloved. And open beloved, not secret. Open. Open that this is my beloved. Openly. All other foreign, shh, quiet. All other foreign strange women and men will not come your way again. So when they come, so oh, this is his blessing. I have a beloved already. 
Because when you sing in the choir, when you sing on, people are falling in love. Look, one day Bishop Eddie was quiet. Bishop Eddie was preaching, singing. When we finished the service, a lady came up to my wife. Who was that uh, pastor who was leading the worship? I said, oh, it's uh, our, our pastor. He was not a bishop then. Who oh, is he married? So yes, he's married. I said, oh. Mm. She's falling in love with Bishop Eddie. She has fallen in love with him as he was leading the worship. Instead of worshiping God, you are falling in love. Hallelujah. Listen, it is very sad. Shh. As you are young people, through your phones, your iPads, your computers, you are seeing things that we never saw. YouTube is there. Free. You don't mind. Things that never occurred to us. Evil is multiplying. We never knew. Some of us have been married for years. We don't know what you know. You know. It's true. Sometimes when we are doing marriage counseling, we feel like fools. But the people we are counseling, they know everything. Even more things. The pastors are like juniors. It is it is not good for you. So close that close that door because don't think of witches and wizards. But evil spirits will come. I said spirit of death, spirit of the end of your ministry, spirit of disease, spirit of being converted into a piece of bread, spirit of so many spirits coming to you. Plus witchcraft yeah one brother was having sex with a lady and he didn't know you those of you who sleep with people you don't know he didn't know her very well and he was sleeping with her he was telling us that first day he slept with her second day he slept with her the third day he was coming and he said he noticed that as the girl was now she, she wasn't eating yeah she wasn't eating she hasn't eaten she didn't eat. So in the middle of the night, he woke up and he felt like, oh, let me touch this beautiful girl that I put in my bed. When he touched her, he felt something wet in the bed. And when he, he lifted the, 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 the bed sheet, there was, it was a fish from here down was a fish. Like this, with the, with the, what do you call at the end, a fin? You see, you can eat it, isn't it, at the end there. When you fry it, it was, all was a fish. And from here was a human being. Yeah. You don't even know the people that, quiet. Shh. One day, Tuesday evening service, Thursday evening service, we were going home. And there was a lady, she, stays, she used to stay at this part of Accra. And a sister saw her at the gate of the cathedral, asked her, can I have a lift? I'm going this way. She said, why not? Come in. She came in the car, but they were going fast, so she just sat back. So she was at the back, and they were going. So as they were going from Kolegono through Kolebu, Zoti, and they got to Zoti traffic light. So she realized the girl wasn't talking much. So she said, huh? 
How are you? Are you? Are you, are you okay? Or, um, where, where, what, what, I mean, where I go? When she looked, there was nobody in the car. The girl was not in the car. The girl was not in the car. She became frightened. So when she called me, I mean, I realized that she was, she, she was, she was terrified because a human being was in the car and had disappeared. And these are some of the girls that you are falling in love with. Not knowing that they are spirits. I had to go to the house. We searched the car, the boot everywhere. And I, I even didn't know what to do. I said, let's have communion. And I didn't know. What, when you don't know what to do, have communion. So, yeah, I have communion. Some of you, because you don't, you are not practical. And you don't accept that you are just a normal person. The enemy will just be playing games with you until it's over. And before you realize something has happened. I know people today, they can't live with one woman. They have to sleep with another person. And their marriage is, is not working. Because not many women can stay with you and say, oh, you can be sleeping with so many people. It's not easy. And some people know that they can. One brother, I told him, when I saw him, I said, oh, you are sick. He cannot stop it. He has to. Yeah, he has to. And he can't. It's not, I'm telling you, it's not, I'm not, he cannot. That's the problem that he has. Yeah. And you see that one day you sleep with somebody and that's the problem that you have. Before I realize, now you can't marry easily. Even when you marry, you see that it's just hell. Yeah. Because you play, you don't believe. God's word is practically telling you to be humble. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Don't make yourself, I'm super. As for me, I don't need. As for me, I am this, I'm above. You are not above anything. You are just normal. You are just normal. God wants you to accept marriage is necessary to cut down the fires to a lower level so that you are not in danger. endangered by the fire. Your whole life is in danger. When we were at the Kodesh recently, there was a fire at Top Industries. We, although we were at the Kodesh and the fire was just at Top Industries, we felt the danger that this fire can come to us too. Yeah, that's how fire is. So you can sense that. You feel something that this thing can happen to you. That's how fire is. So either you kill it or you become a fire officer and be somebody's fire service. So from now I'm going to call all wives fire service. Sister fire service to kill the fires. Is this a good name for wife? So that you understand they are calling. Lift your hands up. Stand to your feet for a moment. Father, thank you for delivering us from evil spirit. Everybody, lay your hands on your stomach and cast out anything that has come into you already. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Satan, we rebuke you, evil spirits. We identify you. We identify you. You want to kill us. You want to destroy us. You want to fight us. You want to undermine us. You want to hurt us. We identify you. We fight you. We are not afraid of you in the name of Jesus. We isolate you. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Come out of the people. Come out of their lives in the name of Jesus. We bind your influence. The influence that destroys. The influence that breaks. 
the influence that undermines and destroys in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mandala mashantala bakambara la mamandala. We give you thanks, Lord. We praise you for your deliverance from every evil power. Lift your hand and thank God that you are free from all the powers of that. Whatever you were fighting before, God is delivering you today in the name of Jesus. It cannot have any effect on you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank God for deliverance and wisdom and guidance from every evil entity, every evil power. Father, we thank you. You have done more than we even ever thought you could do for us. We thank you for forgiving us for all our many evil ways. Interacting with demons through sexuality and fire. We thank you that we are free. Be free right now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Be loose from every demonic presence and attachment to your life i cut it off now in jesus name be loose from that entity that monkey that being that power that influence that strong feeling and desire in jesus name every endangering spirit every damaging spirit every fire that consumes our minds and thoughts and hearts and life and anointing we bind it in the name of jesus your people are free today we thank you we lift our hands and we give you praise in the name of jesus christ of Nazareth. and as every head is bowed and every eye is closed if you are here today you want to give your life to god you want to say pastor pray with me i want to give my life to jesus christ maybe somebody invited you to church but you want to give your life to god today you want to say lord jesus help me to know god you want to say Lord Jesus, come into my life. You want to say, Jesus, help me. Save me. Maybe you are, you are there. You look like a Christian, but not really. Not really a born-again Christian. But today, you want to be born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want God. I want Jesus Christ today. If you are here like that, wherever you are, just lift your hand up and I'm going to pray with you in a moment. Just lift it up. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ today. God bless you. God bless you. Just lift it up. I see all your hands. Lift it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God today. Today, God is saving you. God is changing your life. I see your hand. I see all your hands. Lift it up high. If you've lifted your hand, you want to be born again today. You want to give your life to Jesus. Then come to me from where you are standing. Just come. Come from where you are standing. Come to the front. come God bless you God bless you God bless clap for them as they come God bless you oh. everybody lift your hands my blessed Savior come come
close your eyes and say this prayer say lord jesus please forgive me for my sins today i give my life and i give my heart to jesus christ please wash away my sins please make me a new person from today i will follow jesus i will serve jesus christ heavenly father please write my name in the book of life i love you lord i thank you father for saving me today in jesus name i pray amen god bless you for listening to this message visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages information on upcoming events and so much more make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day and remember god has not given you the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind